1: This week, I chat to the team at Rugby Against Cancer, who are taking on a humongous challenge walking from London to Portsmouth in 32 hours this weekend. A huge thank you to The Swan Rooms at The Reeves, the home of Staines RFC, for sponsoring this episode. The Swan Rooms has two unique event spaces, with both with fully licensed bars and a large outdoor area for any occasion or corporate function. For more information, email bookings at stainesrugby.com or follow on Instagram at Swan for all the information you need and we thank them for sponsoring our pod this week and of course a huge thanks to Rugby Store for once again supporting our show visit RugbyStore.co.uk and use the special promo code FYBPOD at the checkout to save yourself 10% off all your stash including all the Lions gear now let's get to my chat with the team at Rugby Against Cancer Hi everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Philly Brutes Rugby Roundtable. And this week's a very special one for me. Um, uh, if you if you joined us back in uh, December, you would have heard me talk to my good pal Aaron uh, about rugby against cancer. Um, and now they're back again, and they've got a new challenge, and they're going to tell us all about it today. Uh, so welcome to to Keir, Fred, Jack, and Ben from uh, Rugby Against Cancer. How are we all?
2: Awesome.
1: Very well, thank you. Yeah, not ben, bad. Ben, for, for people that might not know about Rugby Against Cancer, give us uh, give us a bit of history and uh, tell us who you are.
2: Yeah, sure. So uh, Ben Lanigan, I'm one of the trustees of Rugby Against Cancer. I've been on board with them for about three years now. So our founder Aaron Beasley, you know, came up with leveraging the power of the rugby community. You know, we've all played in rugby clubs, been around rugby clubs, and know what that power of community does. And just to try and leverage it for an overall goal. And uh, initially, you know, in the Portsmouth area, and actually much wider, and now on a national basis. So, what we're looking at doing is, you know, leveraging the people the fundraising ability and the spirit of, of rugby clubs and rugby in general to help people who are in and out of the rugby community who are suffering with cancer um, and going through it. We've been a registered charity for just coming up to a year now. Um, and previously, we've done lots of work in raising money for other, ch- um, other um, charities and other cancer charities, particularly. So last year, we did a lot of work for breast cancer now. And um, We've done work for Macmillan and other people before, but now as a charity on our own, we're really looking to make sure we can, you know, support those individuals, we can do capital projects and work with the NHS to deliver some things they need, and actually some even uh, bigger elements in our long term strategy. So all of this work goes towards that and to really help people who are suffering with uh, with cancer, but not only them, their families and the people around them as well. Because I think, you know, put my personal story. I lost my father in 2015. He was my best friend, and and you know, rugby was a real connection for us. Uh, and that got me involved in it. And actually, there's very little support for the families per se. So there's an element where we can bring, you know, the sufferers and the families together and provide support. And and the trek and everything we're doing, the money we're raising will go directly towards that and helping that out. So it's a fantastic charity, and I'm really honoured and privileged to be a trustee.
1: It really is. I played in the 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 game at Portsmouth. Uh, I guess almost two years now with uh, Tom Van and I just oh, like had absolute absolute blast. And uh, it's uh, yeah, it's a great great something great to be part of. Uh, so Fred, tell us about the the, the final trek.
3: Uh, this is our third one. The idea was that we do one final one draw as many people back together as possible who did the first and the second and then like with Jack and Kier, bringing the new guys as well to really boost the numbers and um, this time we're coming from uh, Guy's and St Thomas's uh, Cancer Centre in London we're starting at eight in the morning on Saturday and on 29th of May and we are going to walk all the way through the night the 80 odd miles that'll be and get to Ports Robbie Club I think the plan is about five in the evening Hopefully to some very well socially distanced people just to welcome us in. Yeah, there'll be sixty of us. I think we've got a support crew of at least another twenty. All we'll to get through that. <laughs>
1: it sounds horrific. And when you said the eighty miles thing, I just saw Keir's face and it dropped. <laughs> and he must have signed up for a while. And his face just went, Oh no, I've just
0: remembered I've got to Yeah, there's a bit of a drop. There's a bit of a realization there.
3: <laughs> so, but but
0: yeah so people ask what time you're
3: sleeping and where are you sleeping (laughs) (laughs) so
1: so who's done the 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 walks previously here right so ben and fred god tell tell us how all the first two were
2: so (laughs) um they are fantastic but it is nerve-wracking building up to it right so if you ask anyone to do anything non-stop for 32 hours, I don't care what it is, you know, picking up a pint even non-stop for 32 hours is, I mean, tough, not as tough as walking 80 miles. But <laughs> anything for that amount of time is difficult. But the group of people we've had on the previous ones, Fred and I walked together a little bit last year. Um, it, it, they get you through it. It's fantastic. It is nerve-wracking. It is a huge challenge. And I think that's why it deserves the support that we're seeing so far. Because it, it is tough. It really is difficult. But... You know the group of people we've had, an even bigger group this time is going to be fantastic. I'm sure get get us through it. You know, not without a little bit of pain, but what? Yeah. Uh,
3: what people? Often no, no pain, say is, no pain here, no pain. You're right, Jack. we fine. In, in, in
2: all seriousness, 32 hours of a little bit of pain is is nothing. It's yeah. um, compared to to the kind of pain that the families and the people that we're trying to support are going through. So sorry to be really serious, but you know, that, that's what gets me through sometimes. It's just to think, well, actually, very short-term, get through this, and, and the, the support that we can provide after that is massive. So uh, that's what got me through last year, that and um, and uh, and Simon Bond's playlist. <laughs>
3: you had a playlist?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I can I tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Keir, Ke,
0: why, why did you decide that this was a, a good challenge to take on? Um well it came around like last November through um through guys actually. So I was I was a student at um KCL, um but I actually played for the medics, even though I did history. So I'm still involved with the All Boys and then that came out. And then around at the same time my dad was in his final stages um of prostate cancer. Um so I happened to sign up like as he was in palliative care pretty much um so yeah no i signed up didn't really think anything of it and then it's actually provided a really like healthy distraction for me uh going forward and like like what ben said that kind of communal aspect of it where there's lots of different people involved with it who have also suffered the same things as i've just been through so yeah no that's that's mainly the reason why brilliant Uh, and and jack uh why, why uh
1: why this challenge
4: so um as with our rugby club we were in touch with ruth Lilly through doing a bit of social yeah. media, um and ruth got in touch with me saying would it be something you're interested in um at, when she first said it, it's going to be a 120 kilometer walk or so i thought okay might be a nice thing to do but you know i'll just stay away from it a little bit and it got towards the last kind of few days of sign up and actually it was something that i really wanted to then i think the, the penny just dropped um got a six others from my rugby club to do it um Again, we've got all very similar reasons. I'm only 28, but I lost my grandma when I was seven to cancer, my mum when I was nine, and my grandpa more recently, so last year, um, when I was 27. Whilst he obviously had a slightly longer innings, um, yeah, it's been something that's pretty present in my family for throughout my entire life, and I think something that combines both rugby, which I love, and then obviously my family as well. It's been the uh, the kind of nice synergy between the two. So I'm really looking forward to hopefully doing them proud.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you will, mate. I'm sure you will. Uh so uh Ben and Fred, what advice are you gonna to give to, to Kier and Jack as they as they start stepping off in uh, in London on Saturday?
3: thank with people, keep talking to them. If you start you we, we watch each other and you see people get quieter and they kind of close in on themselves. So some of you just can't next to them and go, How are you doing? Have you heard about this? And just start we, we get a lot of in-jokes going, which is you'll you'll pick up as we go through. And it's just that, just that pick, little pick back up again, and just talk, just talking to each other, and we learn so much about each other and such random facts while walking around. It's amazing, and then you keep them going for forever. Now that's it, like Bondi and his playlist.
2: <laughs> I think that's a really good point, Fred. I think that's exactly it. And if you, you know, we've got sixty odd walkers this year. Obviously, we're doing it socially distanced in smaller groups than that. But when you work it out, it's only something like two kilometers per person. So I mean, you can't even find that out much about people. It's like speed dating on a long thing. So different <laughs> time. just kind of go and find out, go through your speed dating questions. And uh, yeah, before you know it, you'll be halfway and then we'll be there. Um, the genuine big advice that we've said to everyone, we've had quite a few training kind of conversations and talks is look after your feet, change your shoes. So um you know, talcum powder was, was absolute godsend last year and uh <laughs> changing your shoes every now and then to give you the uh the blisters a little bit of a different point to attack on your feet. And uh don't plan much for Monday.
3: <laughs> Have all the takeaways lined up, all the menus lined up in the lounge before you go. when you get back, they're there.
0: <laughs> That's been the best part about it, is on the training walks so you come back and you've burnt like three, four thousand calories and you've just got KFC, Donos. ready <laughs> <the language, laughs>
1: So, kid, tell us about training then. Uh, what have you been doing? Uh, uh, um, how's it been
0: going? I, th- I think it's been going all right. Um, I started off, I was back in Wales when I started doing it. So, um, it's a pretty ideal location to start off um, walking around kind of the country around me and then uh, came back to London for work and then, yeah, I think I've walked around kind of most of most of London now um it's getting pretty boring (laughs) if i'm honest but yeah the longest um so the group within kind of our group so i'm in the yellow group we did like a 32 miler overnight around like Twickenham and out towards like surrey way um so that was pretty challenging but then um saying that we didn't have a like support crew or anything like that so we were quite kind of chuffed with the time we got um but yeah i've just been resting up for the past week now um ready to Hit the road on saturday i guess
1: uh fred you've done it so how, how do you go about preparing yourself to do it once again
3: uh, i was one of the, the lucky ones so i didn't get blisters so everybody hated me at the end <laughs> but i'm now conscious now that i didn't get them last time what do i need to remember to do this time not to get them so it it's it is always that that bit of preparedness um you find you don't need to carry as much. When you're training, you're carrying loads of water and sweets and cakes and everything else to keep you going. But we've got such great support crews. We can just literally carry ourselves and just the extra little bit of water with us. So we're we going kind to of carry a lot less weight with us, which is quite nice knowing we've got that support. And like Ben says, somebody else is going to be carrying our shoes for us because they're going to be in our, our boxes and anything else that needs to be changed and layers <laughs> when you get to, when you start getting cold at night.
1: Ben, how how is it going to work with uh, sort of the COVID regulations?
2: So um, all the stops will be socially distanced to to a point. And obviously, we can have larger groups outside of the minute, you know, up to kind of thirty people. So we've got small groups of twelve that will set off at fifteen minute intervals, and and we'll keep them apart so we can do that. That gives us an option if we need to make groups smaller or larger as we go through. We can. But we also staggered them through all of our stops as well. So the stop will have you know, two distinct um, elements there. So two medical tents to place to pick uh, your things up so any at any one time two groups can be in the stop at any uh, you know at a given time and we'll roll through like that just to make sure that we uh, you know we respect the rules and keep everyone safe um so that's how we're going to do it it, it is a bit of a shame because of course um you walk as a real squad like a battalion like a phalanx almost 60 odd people walking out, all the way down to portsmouth the uh, we uh, might get a bit worried about it. But um, so we can't have so many people together, but the groups know who they are. Uh, They're in the groups and the groups are great. And there is some mixing in the groups. We've tried not to keep everyone together. We tried to mix some people together who are from different clubs and know different people, because you know, part of this, you will really, I guarantee you two o'clock in the morning, talking to somebody when you're struggling, they're struggling, you'll make some friendships that last a long time. So we're hoping that we, you know, move some people around as well. So they're not with people they know.
1: That's amazing. Jack, there's plenty of rugby clubs. They're going to be stopping off along the way. Uh, what are you expecting from them at three o'clock in the morning when you, when you stop?
4: Well, I mean, it's an interesting one. So, like, obviously, so the seven of us from Saris. I actually played for a year at Hammersmith and Fulham, so our first okay. stop the club that I used to uh, play for. So hopefully there'll be a few people there that I know. Um, yeah, I'm sure they're going to obviously be very hospitable and good to. it'll be good to see them at three in the morning. Um, I think that was one of the uh, ploys I used for... Um, to try and get some funds from my colleagues don't if you're not going to sponsor for the uh, charity at least sponsor for the person who's got to walk listening to me for 30 hours um so i hope now i'm sure i'm sure they'll be very hospitable look after us and i think that kind of middle that there's i think it's about an 11.8 mile stint in the middle of the night a good four hours that's real kind of one foot in front of the other get to sunrise and i think at that point we've got it made that would be the uh pretty tough point so how's training gone for you um, I think with training, we've done less small walks. We've just done two rather large walks. We've gone both from starting off in North London at our rugby club at Saracens. One was around the Olympic Stadium in Stratford and then one was around Wembley. Uh, the one round Wembley, we then went through Chiswick, picked up lunch at mine, um, went through Richmond Park, back through Fulham, and then headed up to Primrose Hill to finish. So that was a good kind of nearly 60K. So that was almost half of what we did. And I think with a lot of the training, you you often find you're walking a lot quicker than the actual walk will be because you don't have these scheduled stops and um, so I think with a slightly slower pace and the stops I think it'll be manageable but as you said it'll be uh, pretty tough.
1: What's what's the one thing that you're going to have in your in, on with you at all times, Kit?
0: With me, um, probably that chafe cream that Ben was on about and. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah and probably my headphones as well I feel like um, Saturday's a big game for sports, Swansea City are in the playoffs um, and Champions League finals on as well so I think if I get bored I'm just going to stick that on my phone and then watch that <laughs> Brilliant
1: uh, Ben uh, talk us about the fundraising because it's been a huge fundraising effort and I've looked at the Just Given page not that long ago and there was a hell of a number coming up on the screen tell us, tell us what's been going on so far
2: well, I mean, we've got lots of people walking, and so the support we've had has been fantastic. Um, and, you know, everyone is is doing great to kind of uh, put the, uh, you know, get the support out there and put the money in there. So we're, we've got an amazing target at the minute. I think we topped through £40,000 um, this week. Our original target was £30,000. That was based on, you know, two hundred and fifty. um from each of the walkers so we've gone all the way through that and it is fantastic that the support is humbling and hugely motivational to us to see everyone getting behind us you know that that said the more that we have the more we can do the more we can you know provide uh, support boxes provide psychological support for people going through it and you know go towards some of our ultimate bigger goals of having something uh, more robust and permanent that we can really offer to the rugby community to help people out as they go through and these things so it, it has been amazing the support we've had so far but there is always room to go further and no no charity worth its salt would say that's enough thanks very much so, <laughs> we, can, we can still have more it will still hurt and we do still need that motivation of the pennies trickling in at two o'clock in the morning so uh thanks for putting up the link and yeah that's all right things.
1: Yeah. so uh we'll, we'll put these in all the in all the descriptions as well so for the people that are listening to this go ahead to justgiving.com uh, slash campaign slash the final track 2021 uh as i said i'll we'll, we'll put these in all the in the description so go and click go and donate what you can um these guys are doing something i would definitely never do give me the rugby game in in, in the summer i'm in walk walking any distance No no thanks
2: <laughs> um
1: so i guess um i guess we just did it a minute ago but how ha- the, what are the sort of the final words of wisdom from from Fred and, uh, and ben to to everyone that's going to be walking that has never done it before um yeah just give us your sort of last last second pep talk
3: One foot in front of the other and just keep talking to the people around you and they'll keep talking to you <laughs> is that yeah.
2: and, and I think remember why you're doing it we've all got very very you know deeply motivational reasons for doing this and I know that myself you know you're walking as, as Fred said one foot in front of the other but you know my, my dad was at the forefront of my mind the other people that, that I know and have lost or are currently suffering and one of our trustees uh Sid Street is, you know currently suffering and going through it so I keep them people at the forefront of my mind and just keep on going and and as I do for them trying to stay positive and positive for everyone around us it's uh it's a big ask but we've got lots of great people and we'll, we'll carry each other over the line
3: and a cold beer at the end uh, or two yeah
2: or a few
1: and finally to, to Keir and Jack uh, one, best of luck uh, but two what what is uh, what's going to be the uh, I guess you won't know till you finish but what do you want that feeling to be at the end uh, as you sort of walk into, into Portsmouth
0: Portsmouth um,
4: Sorry, missed that. Not Jack, you guys fine. Okay, sorry. I think it's going to be both relief. There'll probably be some kind of sadness as well. I think like my godmother's coming down to see us finish. and My dad will be there at the end as well. Um, so there'll be some, yeah, really nice kind of points to that. And you can share that moment with them. It's not just your story. It's their story. It's your family's story. Um, so yeah, relief, but sadness, but happiness to uh, have done it. Brilliant. And finally, Keir.
0: Uh Yes, similar. Really, relief. Um and yeah, kind of yeah, I mean I, I mean he's summed it up quite well there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well look,
1: Keir, Fred, Jack, Ben, I look, I wish you the absolute best of luck. Uh enjoy it. Keep you know, keep an eye if everyone watching listening, keep an eye on their social media, keep an eye on um, their Instagram, follow every step go step of the way with them. Uh it's Instagram at rugby against cancer. Or, or visit their website rugbyagainstcancer.com. All the information is going to be on there across the weekend. Um, as I said, yeah, absolutely. Best of luck. Um, just enjoy it, I guess. Enjoy it. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know what to say because I think I think what you're doing is brilliant, and um, uh, I would say I'd like to be part of it, but that's definitely not true. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just go and enjoy it, everyone that's watching go and donate a couple of quid if you can uh they're doing a, doing some amazing things uh not just this walk but there's some incredible stuff going on throughout the summer so keep an eye out on everything uh, yeah so uh thank you all for watching and uh yeah get involved this weekend with rugby against cancer cheers <laughs> huge thanks to ben Keir, fred and jack for joining me don't forget to visit justgiving.com slash campaign slash the final trek 2021 to donate what you can. Thank you once again to the Swan Rooms at Staines RFC for sponsoring this episode and to Rugby Store. Visit rugbystore.co.uk and use the promo code FYBPOD for 10% off your order. Thank you all for listening to the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable. This summer sees the British and Irish Lions tour to South Africa. And here at Philly Boots, we have teamed up with Canterbury to bring you a series of special episodes celebrating the incredible clubs who have had legendary Lions players come through the ranks throughout the years. In our special series, the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable, Lions Origins Clubs, presented by Canterbury. We will have nine special episodes, one on each Lions Match Day, celebrating just a few of these incredible clubs. There will be plenty of prizes along the way too and hopefully a few special guests popping up on these shows as well. Keep an eye on all our social channels for all the information. And a massive thanks to Canterbury for supporting this series.